The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to those expressing them and do not necessarily reflect the OSA Foundation Incorporated or any other group or individual. This podcast may contain dialogue or subject material that could be considered for mature audiences only. All aspects of how you play the game and the OSIP Foundation Incorporated are protected by copyright and other state and federal intellectual property laws. Unauthorized use without the express written consent of the OSIP Foundation Incorporated is strictly prohibited. If you're interested in sponsoring how you play the game, please email us at podcast at osipfoundation.org. Your sponsorship may be tax deductible. You saw me ignore my aunt. Just think about that one for a second. You saw me ignore my aunt. Yes, this is an inside joke. Now take that sentence and do the opposite. (laughs) That's a joke that only Sean will understand, so everyone else can just ignore it. Hey, I know your age. (laughs) You're 21. I feel like I feel like this is a scene from uh, uh, from uh, um, from a James Bond movie where Roger Moore has to meet the informant. Right. Exactly. Yeah. The, the code words. Yeah. The uh, what was it? The snow is better at Innsbruck, but not at San Moritz. Right. Yeah. When he met Luigi. Luigi. Right? Luigi mm-hmm. Ferrara. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Well, speaking of Luigi Ferrara and code words, Happy New Year. And welcome to the first episode of 2024 of How You Play the Game, the official podcast of the OSIP Foundation Incorporated. We haven't canceled ourselves yet. I was just going to say, how have we lasted this long? That's what she said. (laughs) Yours truly, Jack Furlong, with you as we talk to you about what's going on as far as the world of sportsmanship is concerned. As I mentioned, first episode of January 2024. As always, check us out at Facebook.com. Actually, I should just say OSIPFoundation.org. And then the email address is podcast at osafoundation.org. Then social media is facebook.com slash, slash osafoundation. X, which is formerly Twitter, is and Instagram are both at osafoundation. Hashtag how you play the game. Across the way from me, the producer engineer, Mr. Sean Ryan. Sean, hello. Happy New Year. Welcome back. Oh, thank you very much. Just getting over a spat of COVID. A spat of COVID? A crumb a of, of COVID. COVID? Yeah. A, uh, <laughs> a crumb of COVID, yes. A crumb of COVID, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just enough of the chromosome of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, well, this one was bad. mild, right? Oh, it was. It, I All I got was a stuffy nose. And that it was, was it. it was, I, didn't, I, I maybe got a 99 fever. That's not even considered. That's a not fever. even considered a fever. Yeah. Um, And it, for like a day. And then I was a little bit achy, but I still have my sense of taste and smell. I mean, essentially, you wouldn't have even known had you not just on a whim tested. Well, that I tested because the holidays were, you know, right. If Christmas this was, was if this up. was, if this was September, you would have been like, I don't, I don't fucking care. No, no, you it's know? fine. But, but just yeah, fine. I tested yeah. and and uh, yeah, it it uh, came back positive, and I was like, what? This is COVID? It's nothing. Yeah. And it was, it was, it was gone in like a couple days. How long were um, you? Um, were you infectious or, or testing positive? Maybe I, if I had to take a guess, it was it, maybe three or four days tops. Tops. Yeah. I mean, again, all I never spiked a fever. Yeah. And all I had was a stuffy nose. I, I would not have been able to tell had I not been tested. Yeah. And I just 
tested this morning and this morning being before the new year because right. that's where we're I, recording yeah, right um just time travel right um, delorean and i was negative so and what is it what's today technically the 28th and so, didn't you test didn't you test like even earlier and you weren't contagious you were texting me about that so yes okay so I'm, I'm just glad you're feeling better and yeah you know i mean it's it's pretty i like how it's mild now a lot of people have been saying now it's even very mild and you know i it, what's crazy is that not to not to delve into this topic too too much but you know sportsmanship in the media as as you if you google covid now you're still going to get these these articles that tell you that this thing is rampant and there's dominant strains and this that the other and the fact of the matter is that as viruses mutate they get weaker and right. that's you know we, we obviously cannot predict the future but that seems to be where we are now yeah. you know it's, so i mean and I'll, i mean a lot of people are getting it but yeah. that, that it, but it's but it's just like it's it's just like anything else, like a, yeah. a, a mild flu or a cold. Yeah, and we um, and we have the we have the uh, the vaccines and whatnot, and yeah. we have know, the technology. Exactly, exactly. I saw even I was uh, my mom had a, a stomach thing, and she I was researching it, and I was like, you know, they're actually pretty close to a vaccine for neurovirus too, which is a dominant uh, stomach bug virus that is uh, that hits adults interesting so so you know is that what she had no i think well i think it was something she ate um but but i could be wrong i was never i was never really like investigating once once she mentioned it to me i went into stay the hell away mode yeah you know so it was but but she she yeah that was me two weeks ago (laughs) yeah but she was but she was out for two days she one day was her was her down day the next day she felt fine but she took it just to make sure she was okay she was back to work the day after that you know so so who knows at this point um yeah you know just you just happy that uh, people are you know getting over stuff you know you 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 wish good health on everybody especially this time of year and um yeah you know i'm just just you know not during the summer though no during the summer screw everybody you're on your own you're on your own um (laughs) But you know, it's just, it's 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 more about it's yeah. You're still on your own. It's more about the fact that, um, you know, you, you just you, there's this perpetual nature to continue to to bring about fear with this stuff as cold and flu oh, yeah. here and whatnot, and like the, well, it's the, sensationalism. I mean, exactly, it, exactly. Know. In order to make money, in order to control people, to b- have them buy products for feeling better, this that that whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. and that doesn't mean you know that that's not meant to exclude the fact that we need to be careful and we need to do what's best for us you know wash your hands don't touch your face stay home if you're sick all that all that stuff is not negated it's just try not to try not to let yourself succumb to the anxiety of not living your life as a result of these types of things you know what i mean and then you know the other thing is i mean the less you talk about it the easier it is yeah it's like just live it's like it's, that's the the Morgan Freeman uh, racism theory. Yeah, you know, in case anybody's not familiar it, with that, stop stop talking about it. Morgan Freeman. If you didn't know, Morgan Freeman is black. Just thought I would mention that. What I know, right? No. Yeah. So, uh, Morgan Freeman was asked once, you know, how do we fix racism, and he said, "Stop talking about it." Yep. 
you know? I mean, and and the entire, you know, woke community was like, that can't be right. And here's here's this wise black actor saying, mm -hmm. if you want it to go away, stop talking about it and it'll yep. go away. Yep. So stop with the empty gestures. Yeah. Stop with the, you know, changing the names of things. It's, yeah. The the critical race theory. It's not uh, gonna help. No. None <laughs> Just, of this helps. Yeah. So, so anyway, that's that's uh we'll get off the soapbox and get onto a new soapbox with yeah. what we are actually going to discuss today. So I actually okay. saw this while we were preparing for our concert uh a couple of weeks ago that with the our, the other nonprofit that Sean and I run. Uh, this was this kind of just came across my Twitter now X feed and I investigated it and sent to Sean. And so essentially what happened was um, up in our uh, neighbors to the north, Canada, as they're known, uh, the in Nova Scotia, there's a basketball no Nova Scotia league. It's it's like a it's like a youth league, I think, um, is the way it was described to me and whatnot. And essentially what they did. Uh, this was the, the most recent one posted on this was around December 15th, I think. I just want to make sure that I get my dates correct. Um, yeah, about December 15th or so. Mm -hmm. They have banned all spectators from the their, from the games of, of, of these basketball games at uh, Basketball Nova Scotia because there were an, there was an uprising of fans with unruly, unsportsmanlike behavior, and they came in and they just said, screw it. You all lose. And it's a little bit of a of an overreach, but it's like, wow. Kind of good for you for saying like we enough with this. Right. So let me let me read some of the read some of the stuff here. Um this article comes from uh the CBC, which I'm assuming is the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, maybe. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go with that. Okay. Uh, Paul uh, Palmenter wrote this one, and the headline reads, uh, Nova Scotia Minor Basketball League banned spectators for the weekend due to abusive officials. Article reads, the Metro Basketball Association, a minor basketball organization in Nova Scotia, is banning spectators from weekend games in an effort to educate coaches and parents about their behavior towards officials. Chris Lorette, the league manager, said there has been an increase in concerning behavior each week since the beginning of the season. Quote, these incidents seem to have become too common in our gyms each weekend, and we need to curb this behavior immediately, end quote. Uh, banning all fans from the games will be strictly enforced as officials have been asked not to start games if anyone else is in the gym other than those listed on game sheets. Uh, Lorette says, quote, the disrespect shown week in and week out toward officials and facilities is unexplainable. For those parents and spectators who have decided to yell at an official or a school custodian, we hope that this weekend offers an opportunity to reflect on the impacts of their behavior, end quote. Uh, in the letter, Lorette says the incidents have had a direct impact on the association with 12 officials opting to stop officiating the season. Another 25 officials did not come back from last year. Wow. Okay. Um, Matt Boyle, who is um, the assigner for the officials uh, in the area, says, quote, abusive officials is just becoming more severe and there are more occurrences that are happening, almost to the point that it is becoming normal. The rate of these incidents is alarming, and the step this org this step the organization is taking is to spread some awareness. Uh, he continues to say officials are being uh, are physically being abused or bullied. Uh, there have been threats of physical abuse after games. People have even been labeled racist, and those kinds of comments are super harmful on people's mental health. Uh, end quote. 
Uh, he, he also said that last weekend there were eight instances where spectators had to be removed from from the gym, uh, and the rate of incidents has it has become alarming. In 250 games, there have been over 50 complaints filed regarding coach and fan behavior. Um, here's some of the reaction from the parents. Uh, one parent says, uh, when I first heard about it, I was actually very upset because I was going to miss my daughter's game, and those games on Saturday have kind of become my favorite thing that happens all week. Uh, but after thinking about it a bit, I uh, I think I'm totally on board with this drastic measure to try and get it under control. Something had to be done. Another um, parent says uh, he does not he, he does not support it. He says, quote, I think it's heavy handed and poorly thought out. I've been in gyms for years and I haven't seen anything that would lead me to believe all parents should be banned. Um, one referee says, quote, the comments are personal and they're hurtful and they're abusive. They aren't just parents saying, hey, ref, you missed a travel. The language is far worse, and it's way over the top, full of anger. So that's that's the article right there, buddy. Hmm. Pretty uh, pretty heavy. Yeah. You know? Um, I, was think, I was thinking, you know, if – I mean, it, why, why don't they just record the game and live stream it? You know what? I think that's probably what's what's next because there's a lot of people or a lot of places are trying to do that. Uh, I think it's a money thing because obviously you're paying for this kind of stuff. Um, right. I know that in our neck of the woods, there are a lot of um, teams that 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 do that. I think it goes through the school in some way, shape, or form. But I mean, you're you're right that we do have that ability, and. Um, you know, that's probably the best thing to do at this point. Yeah. You know, I mean, look, those, as Tim Heidecker says, those chickens have come home to roost. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, no, really. I mean, it, I think it, it begs to, you know, it, it sort of, the issue sort of begs the question, you know, what has been done before? Right. Right. Like, I mean, what kind of measures were taken before? Obviously, what, banning spectators? like banning specific spectators and 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 whatever coaches act up but um and possibly players but i mean i think what this does it has a two-pronged effect one you're eliminating when you have no spectators you're you're sort of boosting the concentration of the players in a way right. i feel like yeah. one and two I think you'll have less instances of bad sportsmanship from the players and coaches this way because they're so focused on the game now and they're not feeding off of the energy from the unruly spectators. Especially if the players are kids and they have a connection to their parents and right. that obviously will, would play a role. Yeah, so I think, it, I think... I don't think this is a long-term solution. No. But I think, yeah. but I think it is... But I think it kind of speaks volumes. I mean, the thing that I love the most, and we've talked about this before, was when uh, a parent becomes unruly to an umpire in Deptford, New Jersey, you have to become an umpire. Right. Yeah. Yep, the parent. I, I love that. I yeah. absolutely love that. Yeah. And, and and I think that should be adopted everywhere. You want to be an asshole to the referee? Guess what? Get in there. Yep. <laughs> Get in there and officiate the game then. You're, you're not wrong. See what happens. Yep. I think, you know, the 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 only things that that make me 
kind of scratch my head to a degree. On one hand, I want to say, is this an overreaction? I think you can make the argument, but that doesn't mean I necessarily support said argument. And like we like I read the comment from the one parent who said this is an overreach. You know, we shouldn't be doing this, blah, 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 blah. And I'm almost thinking like, well, you know, here's the thing. It's not like an incident such as this is reserved just to this little area of Nova Scotia. This happens everywhere. Right. So so it's almost like this organization took a step on behalf of sports leagues everywhere and said, it's not that the it's not that eight parents this weekend screwed it up for everybody. It's that people everywhere screwed it up for everybody and it's right. and it's time to stop this. Yeah. And you know and 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 I get that you, you people might be upset that they can't then watch their kids. But see then I think it's a you know I I would like to believe that that's an opportunity for people to um think and come around to the fact that they need to do better, et cetera. But whether or not that happens remains to be seen. I mean, how many times have we spoken about the idea that the people who need the message the most are the ones who aren't going to listen? Right. So, so the, you know, you, you, you start to wonder if the people, you know, the people who really need the, this lesson, are they just not going to show up, not change and then come back and be just as bad. And that leads me to my next point, which is, you know, when we were in, um, Indianapolis, and when I was I was speaking with um, our friend Dana Pappas, who's been on the show before. Uh, she's the director of officiating services for the NFHS. She said the biggest problem that that we that we saw was that when we had COVID and most sports shut down and whatnot, we thought that coming out of COVID, everyone would be nice. There would be this kumbaya type moment where they're like, "We're just happy to be out here." You know, we're gonna we're just gonna try and you know, mellow out a little bit because it's just nice to be back on the field. And she said it was actually the exact opposite in that people were twice as bad. They were they were twice as irritable. They were twice as as upsetting. And they're just kind of like, what the hell happened? Is it because, you know, what what about is it is it the fact that you're cooped up and you, you know, and you got all this rage and the fact that you get out, you just can't be grateful for the fact that you got out. You got to go get your pound of flesh. And I think right. that that's I think that that's a, a thing about, you know, the human psyche in a way in that, you know, we have this idea that someone's always responsible and we deserve justice and we deserve uh, retribution. And there has to be something like and and that's not to say that that's, not you know, it, it shouldn't always or always not be the case. I don't want to cast the wide net there, but. There are times when it just doesn't make any sense to be that way, or at least to 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 feel that and then act on it with acts of aggression. You know, the right. kind of kind of the Anakin Skywalker, if you will, in that, you know, you get upset and then you know, all of a sudden it's like, well, let me just take this out on uh, you know, the younglings of 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 the, you know, the, the Tuscan Raider clan and and then kill the younglings in in the next movie and whatnot. Because instead of instead of just going through grief and mourning and trying to make sense of it and you know the, the normal therapeutic process it it manifests itself into this idea of i have to get that pound of flesh i have to take revenge someone has to pay for wronging me and again that doesn't mean that people aren't supposed to be held accountable 
You know, if if you if if you happen to be wronged in a way where you know there uh, you know someone someone hurts you and you're allowed to collect money on on a, you know because of it, that's a different story. But some of these things, I just don't. I I I guess I just don't understand why the you know we we have adapted to become that hateful if that makes sense you know i feel yeah. like i'm just kind of randomly spewing some crap right now but <laughs> how does that differ from your normal schedule ah uh, it doesn't <laughs> you know how it differs, differs i'm right there, this I'm time right I'm there with you it. this time right. i'm recording it right. that's what it is um yeah you know it's it's funny because it's supposed to be something like, well, you don't realize what you you realize you don't realize what you have until you don't have it, right? That sort of thing. But but you would so you would think, as Dana put it when she was on the show, that you would that you it would be the other way around where people right. would be like would people would be like, oh wow, you know, let's come together, right? That sort of thing. But I think COVID has what it's done to us mentally yeah. is far worse than it could have ever done physically to mm -hmm. us. I agree. And, and as a result, people became cooped up. They became anxious. They became, they, they were, we need to get the hell out. Yeah. And I think they have that pent up aggression Yeah. and they take it out on authority figures. I mean, look at, look at, I mean, Again, I don't want to bring. I don't want to get political. I don't want to bring. I know exactly where you're going, but I understand. Yeah. Look what's going on in with social justice, right? And and everything. And, and I mean, people want to blame authority figures. Yeah. People think that, oh well, this you know this happened, so now we have to transplant that into what's going on in sports. Yeah. There's a big difference, though. People shouldn't be dying in sports. <laughs> Whoa, wait a second. You're I talking know. crazy, man. I can't. Yeah. Can you believe it? Well, um, coming from you. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but I'm, but I'm saying, no, I mean, obviously it's, of course it's bad when people die anywhere. Right. Okay. But, but if it's an issue like a crime where someone gets shot or, or, or whether it's a whether it's a, a citizen, whether it's a police officer, whether it's an authority figure of any kind, obviously that's terrible. But when you are looking at something like a a game, right? And we hear of these instances where where referees and umpires are getting physically physically assaulted, right? Physically assaulted. Some being killed. Yes. <laughs> over right. over or a hurling, ten year old's game. Well, like, not only and, and this obviously doesn't have the same the same. I mean, you kind of took it right from zero to WTF with murder, you know, and but, rightly but so. Really though, like it I had mean, to go there. No, you do. <laughs> I mean, what I was going to say was not only that for for the people who don't kill them. I mean, it just said in this in this article that they were they were racist things starting to be hurled at them and whatnot, like. Do we really I mean, have we really reached a point where, you know, if if murder is the top and we back it off a little bit, you know, the the, the things that we're going to say to these officials is like 
it's it you know you missed it's a compound therefore you must hate black people it's compounding yeah it's only going to get worse I, I mean i mean in terms of i don't want it to get worse right okay, obviously i'm i'm i maybe i spoke out of turn i don't want it to get worse right. but at the rate we're going with these comments and 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 the amount of physical abuse is rising right okay and 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 assaults right. and as subsequently deaths right. i mean you're you're, you're you, it's it's it, there ha it's going to get to a point where he, yeah drastic measures have to be taken i right. honestly if when you consider all that has happened in in, in nationwide at the youth level i almost want to sing the nationwide and, uh jingle because of that <laughs> I just yeah so sorry. Uh, I lost my train of thought. Thanks. Right, no. Sorry. Um, how dare you? Yeah. Um, but when you take a look at everything that has happened in in our country, or uh, well, and in Canada, I suppose. Are they part of us worldwide? Yeah, they are part of this world. Believe okay. it or not. I, well, I, I mean, you said country, so I just like, are we just assuming that they're part of it? Well. You know what I mean? I know. Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but when you take into account everything that has happened with officials being abused verbally, physically, and in some cases being murdered. Yeah. Like banning spectators for a weekend. That's almost not enough. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. That's like, a, that's a drop in the bucket. Right. So when you, you, you kind of have to consider you kind of have to consider context here. Like, right. this is the least they could do. I mean, right. the most they could do is arrest you and prosecute right. you. I mean, if it gets that far. I or mean, kill you, you back, some, essentially, if you want right, to go that far. If you I mean, do something if, that, if we want to just completely do, go down the retribution aisle. You know? But if you do something, uh, but if it's... Ever, there's always a situation in which one thing will lead to another right right it starts with a couple of verbal jabs that seem harmless at first then the kids pick up on it mm -hmm. then they start saying things then the adults get a little bit more nasty get a little bit more personal than the kids do then the adults start to if they get really heated they they get close they get into the face of the official and then there's some shoving and then there's some back alley meet you in the parking lot punching and right. assault and it gets to a point where you keep when and you're flanning you're fanning the flames of racism here with the you are know, you flanning the flames of flanning racism? flanning flanning flan. flanning yeah oh now i'm in the mood for flan you you, you make one comment mm. is it flan or is it flan well i think it's flan is it okay mm. anyway <laughs> So, but you're you're fanning the flames here, right. and and it's getting to a point where it does lead to murder. Yeah. I mean, not all the time, obviously, in a very small percentage, but that small percentage is getting bigger, if you can believe it. Like, it, and it's it it's, and I think the the events of the are of of what's going on in our society, especially during COVID, helped increase that uh that sentiment and that and that anger and that right. displaced frustration um and 
yeah. It, so I, I, I think banning spectators for a weekend is small beans compared to well, what they yeah. could do. What they could do. Yes. No, you're absolutely so, right. No, I mean, let's let let me let me echo that by saying like, even if you want to fall on the side of that one parent who's like, this is an overreach and whatnot. You pull the lens back just the teeniest bit, and you're like, you're you're crying over this, right? You know, you think about all the crap going on in this world in general, and that's yeah, that's what's pissing you off. Mm-hmm. Okay, like off that's, off with which that's pissing you. Sure, yes, <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs> um, it, it like like it doesn't it doesn't take. Uh, an advanced degree to be able to change the perspective even the tiniest bit right you know and 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 i all i empathize in in that you know when when things get taken away from you you want to know why you want to know the truth you want you want you want to have the answers you want all that you don't want um people to infringe upon your your liberties but the flip side to that is that examine the liberties in that context and see you know what you can handle or did you abuse that liberty right well now now that <laughs> see, now that takes us into another frame because you know here's the thing the people who are already screwing up shall we say who deserve mm-hmm. this i you know that they're in a separate category almost you know because i i almost feel like 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 maybe you and i are talking about two different things here because i'm not even thinking about them i'm like you guys already screwed up you you know you i'm i was thinking more about the parents who didn't screw up who have to bear the brunt of this right you know what i mean so i guess the point is is that you you're just you, you don't want and maybe that also is what you know kind of feeds into the whole covid thing too because how many people in uh you know during uh covid felt like their individual liberties were were taken from them and mm-hmm. you know, unfairly so so anyway again i was going to i was going to say go ahead um you know look at look at the arguments for gun control right you know you have a very small percentage of people who first of all i mean i don't want to get i i'm not going to get into the nitty gritty of this but you have issues where people are abusing mo abusing their right yeah to to own a, to own a firearm and i think you you have the right to own a firearm of course right and i believe i believe in that but um but you don't have the right ha- to abuse it you don't have right <laughs> and there should be consequences for that yes. but the problem is that more overarchingly laws exist because of stupid people right i mean look and it's the it's the small amount of stupid people that screw it up for the whole this everyone right exactly if look you can i can drive 105 miles an hour like a fucking pro okay (laughs) i can get on your resume out of traffic but because some jackass 80 years ago flew off the interstate because he didn't know what he was doing if there was if there were even interstates back then no there weren't no because that was that was a more during the eisenhower years exactly thank you ike before that yeah i'm with ike by the way what's that i'm with ike by the way yeah me too yeah i have no idea why i just know that uh, that he had pins 
and decorated war hero. Well, well, pins also count towards the uh, minimum number of flair that I have to wear. Oh, <laughs> that's that's really all I'm saying. This isn't a political thing about Dwight Eisenhower. This is more about flair. Um, so because one jackass screwed up and more jackasses screwed up, they created speed limits. Yeah. And obviously that was meant to keep us all safe. But those speed limits wouldn't have existed if those few people wouldn't have gotten into accidents. Right. So if everyone, I mean, if everyone drove really fast but safely, there would be no law against that. But because a few people screwed it up, this is why we have those laws now, right? Mm -hmm. So it and it's the same thing with gun control. I mean, you have enough people screw up more and more restrictions are going to be placed on on being able to own a gun and does that can that negatively affect the people who are responsible sure but if it overarchingly keeps everyone safe or safer not completely safe obviously but safer who might argue like it's it's and i think and i think with this decision to ban spectators I think it falls under that category. Like, okay, it it in a way it it does affect everybody that's watching the game. But when you look at what it can prevent, yeah, you have no, to you, you, you do have to weigh that. You um, have to weigh that. Yeah. And I, I also think here's the other thing too. You know, I, I like that you brought up the the gun control analogy because I think that's a that's a great analogy. Again, it's not 100 percent perfect, but it, it does say you know it does relate to this very very well you know in the gun control analogy um i think we've at least had to some degree uh some level of compromise you know granted mm-hmm. the the sensationalism and the and the political narratives have are the ones that get heard the the most because of the volume and the frequency but you know we we do have we do generally speaking we do have some level of compromise you know and right. it does go state to state and whatnot and you know so i i get all of that too you know it's not it's not like people are saying you can't have guns here it's that if you want a gun you got to got to get a permit you got to go through this and then blah 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 okay it, it, we didn't take away your right to bear arms here you know we right. we had to institute this stuff because of that uh, because because of that small minority of people who screwed up, okay, and yep. we're not we're, you, you still can have a gun, you know. It's right. just that we 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 we've put these in place to make it safer, or what we believe yep. to be safe. And I get that. I'm 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 all for trying to see it from the other person's point of view in order to understand the nature of compromise. Mm-hmm. In 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 the banning of spectators, first of all, we don't know exactly what this league has done in the past. You know, right. so so we're we're kind of going on the assumption that, you know, maybe they tried to remove certain spectators. Maybe this, and just, that's what I thought in the beginning. Like, I kind of thought so what, too. You know, would have been we're we're, we're very much kind of like assuming that every box has been proverbially checked. Shall yeah. we say we've tried this, we've tried that, we've tried that. You know, all that stuff. Um, you you had a great idea about streaming the games if it's going to be that big of a deal. You know, especially right. moving forward. Maybe in this case, they decided not to do it just because they wanted to send the message first and foremost. Right. Um, but I feel like in this case, it's, you know, it, it, you you can have that option in the future, perhaps, if it's going to be that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. I think that because now you're not now I'm not, you haven't taken away my the ability for me to watch uh, the game. It's right. just the ability for me to be there. 
which yeah. is, which is kind of the kind of equivalent to you haven't taken away my ability to get a gun. It just I just have to jump through more hoops to get it. Right. You know. And then the other side of it too is it's not like and again this is requires pulling the lens back. It's not like by banning people banning spectators you have told them you have to go sit in your room and think about what you've done. Mm-hmm. Instead, it's you just can't be here. You don't like it? Go to the bar. Go get hammered. Right. You ha- you can literally do go do anything else. Yeah. You know, it's you know, you just can't be here. It's not like it's not like COVID where it's like you literally have to stay at home. You know? Right. It's, it's and 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 that's the thing is when when I used to do that with myself when I was younger before I had my driver's license. You know, from the ages of like 14 through 16 before I had a had my my normal license. You know, you would get to certain points over the summer where you're just so damn bored and you're like, if I had my license, what could I do right now? And you start going through this this mental Rolodex of I could go see a movie. I could go get a slice of pizza. I could just go for a drive. I can do this, like you know, like that kind of a thing. And it's it's, you know, like during covid that that came back because you're like, I've I've lost my autonomy. And now, mm-hmm. in this case, okay, you get banned. You can literally go do anything else as long as you're not breaking the law, right? You know, it's you. you we, we haven't told you to go sit in your room and and or or go to jail or anything like that. It's you know, not yet, not yet anyway. <laughs> you know, instead, it's listen. You you know you you can't be here, and right. nobody can be here now because this you know s- small number of people screwed it up for everybody. Mm-hmm. So sorry. Sorry, you know, (laughs) you're going to have to, I feel like to a certain degree, it'd be, you know, unless it was something where it was like, okay, my kid's playing in this game and my parents, his grandparents are in town for this weekend and this weekend only. And I wanted to take them to the game and now I can't like, like that, that's a reason to get pissed off. Okay. That's a reason to get pissed. And then as a result of that, you would like to hope that they're, could be some common sense to allow for those grandparents to get in there or treat that as a lesson to maybe influence others could be too to to, to be to be better behaved so that yeah. hey guys you know let's can we just can we can we be more civilized so that they don't kick us all out again yeah and and maybe if they hear it from other spectators rather than again authority figures it is it is through they're that they're more osmosis. likely to they're more likely to pay attention. Yeah, the the osmosis factor is the way that that this stuff spreads. You know, yeah. we, we've we've championed that many times before. How this does not spread via, you know, authority figures, you know, telling people what to do. I mean, maybe that works when when the the offenders are small, you know, our kids. You mm-hmm. know, the, the psychology of 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 the malleable young mind can play a role there. Um. But adults, no, it does it, it. It doesn't work. It is it is through the osmosis, the the indirect seed planting and watering of said seed that makes it grow. Not right. not not you know a, an authority figure telling you what to do. Mm-hmm. You know it like 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 they said in Family Guy. Nobody goes into an argument. Here's the other person's side and goes, "You're right. I'll change now." <laughs> it doesn't happen. No. So yeah, I just it's, it, I find it interesting that uh, that the Canadians did this. Yeah, you know, 
hopefully it'll catch on here. Um, there was a, me- I'll read this message real quick. Um, this, this message came out in response to all of this uh, from um, Basketball Nova Scotia president Matt Hansberger, which sounds like a uh, German adult film actor. Hmm. But he's, the, the statement reads, Basketball Nova Scotia promotes sportsmanship, fair play, and mutual respect as key values in how the game of basketball is played and administered in Nova Scotia. Recently across the, the province, we have seen an alarming increase in inappropriate and abusive behavior within our basketball facilities and programs. This is both troubling and discouraging. As a result, the Metro Basketball Association has banned spectators from this weekend's, uh, this upcoming weekend's league games. BNS stands firmly behind this decision. There is no room for harassment and abuse in, in the sport of basketball or any other sport. Abuse and maltreatment in any form is detrimental to the well-being and safety of all involved, athletes, coaches, officials, staff, and spectators. The sport of basketball builds strong individuals and communities. We have reached a critical juncture where the reason for playing this game has been lost. Due to ongoing and severe abuse, we are seeing a shockingly high number of officials quit the game or not return. We are seeing youth exposed to intimidating and abusive situations in a place where they should feel empowered. It is the responsibility of basketball communities across the province to work together to promote, support, and adopt a safe environment for all involved with the game. BNS, in collaboration with our partners at the Nova Scotia Basketball Association's Associations and the NBA, will be working towards a more unified, zero-tolerance approach to eliminating these behaviors moving forward to ensure the integrity and future growth of the game is uh, of the game in this province. We ask our entire basketball community to support a safe and respectful game. Works for me. Yeah, it seems you know? pretty air t- airtight. And they they did spell everything Canadian wise, so there were U's in there. Good. So, do you feel better now that you know that? Yeah, I do. Thank Good. you. Appreciate that's that. The, that's the cure for COVID right there. Yeah. Canadian spellings. Yep. All right. Well, glad we got that out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think we. I think we covered this well. I. I and I. I liked. I liked some of the uh, analogies that were used to. Uh, to go over this, I think that's an important yeah. uh, an important way to examine this, and it's through these examinations that we're going to continue to build. Uh, better communities and and grow as as people and and mature and adapt and evolve. So, you know, it's it's very important that people think about this stuff and and maturely consider it, talk about it, et cetera. So, right. Um, uh, just just a happy thing, a great way to kick off the year, I guess. You know. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the year, to uh, to kind of wrap this thing up and preview. Uh, what's next? Uh, we do have a special guest returning to the show. Uh, for our next episode. Uh, so, uh, you'll want to stay tuned for that as he makes his annual appearance. Um, so don't miss that one. Not like it's hard to miss once it downloads and drops. It's like, you can listen to it anytime, but I'm just saying, you know, so, uh, so be on the lookout for that. That'll be coming up in just a few short weeks. So, um, Sean, thank you as always. Of course. Glad you can be back and glad you're feeling better. Uh, as always, everybody check us out at osifoundation.org. You can contact the show via email with the address podcast at osafoundation.org on social media, facebook.com slash osafoundation, X and Instagram are at osafoundation, hashtag how you play the game. Until we talk to everybody real soon, treat each other with respect. How You Play the Game is a production of the OSIP Foundation Incorporated. The producer engineer of this episode is Sean Ryan. Music by SoundSpring Studio. The executive producer of How You Play the Game is Jack Furlong. 
For more information, visit osafoundation.org.